With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Toronto Blue Jays having a bit of a tough go. Sixth inning, they are trailing the Yankees 5-1. Blue Jays' magic number is three to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, Elks getting ready for the game on Saturday. We had Dave Campbell talking about that. The Oilers off today. They did send Schaefer and Warner back to their junior teams in the Western Hockey League. They will play at Calgary tomorrow to continue their preseason schedule. It's on 6.30, Chad, 5.30 for the face-off show, and the game will start at 7. Uh, again, I don't expect, uh, you know, McDavid, Drysettle, Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, Kane. Um, I, well, yeah, probably not. I guess we'll see tomorrow, but uh, I think I, I take an educated guess that uh, all or most of those guys will make their preseason debut on Friday when the Oilers host the Flames. But we will have the game for you. The Elks this week with Morley Scott coming up between 7.30 and 8. We usually bring that to you every Monday during the CFL season. We had the hockey game last night, so we got it on a Tuesday today. This is pretty exciting. Uh, Canada to basketball and the Canada, the Canadian Elite Basketball League teaming up with the city of Edmonton and Explore Edmonton to bring the uh, World Cup FIBA qualifiers to Edmonton. Canada is going to play Venezuela on Thursday, November 10th, and Panama on Sunday, November 13th at the Expo Centre. The games will also be live on Sportsnet. Tickets go sale on sale uh, through Ticketmaster Thursday morning. And from Basketball Alberta and Basketball Canada, it's my friend Paul Sir checking in tonight. Paul, how are you doing, man? Doing great, Reed. How are you? I am doing very well. It is nice to have you on the show, and it is great to be talking about these huge, huge, huge games. Come, tell me the significance of these games being held in Edmonton. Well, no, number one, they're in Edmonton, which means that we have a chance uh, to carry on this tremendous role we're on with basketball, Reed, in our city, to be able to have the men's team here uh, for really the first time with all the marbles on the line for the World Cup in 2023. That's not quite a year out, but it's that's the big that's the big dance only exceeded by the Olympics in terms of prestige. So these are important games for Canada, and if they win, for instance, against Venezuela first night, they're in. So this would take them out of the the need to play any more games. And here we are once again hosting a big basketball event here in Edmonton, Reed, and uh, I hope sometime during our conversation we can recap what this year is looking like in terms of major, major basketball events. Well, I, I want to do that, but to, okay, so tell me the situation here for Canada to get into the, So you mentioned one win gets them in. Like, is it, is it that simple? It's that simple. They have a fantastic record in their other qualifying games leading up to this point. So Canada had the opportunity, it was given to them by FIBA, to host uh, to host this uh, round of the qualifiers, knowing full well that hosting on home soil increases Canada's uh, chances uh, you know, in order to be able to qualify for the World Cup. So uh, not only did they ho- are we hosting, but we're hosting in Edmonton. We have such a great relationship with Canada basketball, uh, I think fostered by having the women's national team being, uh, being uh, in Edmonton for the past almost 10 years 
as their home in uh, in their growth as a program and their rise to number four in the world. And now to have the men coming, that's another feather in our cap. Okay, so who will be on this team? Because obviously these are being played during the NBA season. So who is going to be playing for Canada in these two games? Well, most likely, of course, it, well, we know it won't be the NBA guys. That just isn't going to happen. But the depth of Canadian professional players globally is is vast. And Canada has been able to assemble teams, non-NBA teams, for some of these window uh, competitions, and they're undefeated with their window teams. So when you've got players uh, coming in from – you know, from all over uh, all over the world now, we got you have the Scrub Brothers who are on the team, oftentimes with the NBA. Uh, Melvin Edgem, uh, who has always been a borderline NBA player, and many people are still scratching their head why uh, Melvin Edgem isn't in the NBA. So they're going to be bringing their best international talent in from all around the world to come and train in Edmonton and get ready to play a very very strong Venezuelan squad and. And Reed Venezuela has been a heartbreaker for Canada in the past. Most recently in 2015, when they eliminated Canada from the Olympic qualifications that they were going through. Venezuela's tough. So that game on November 10th is going to be a very, very special one. And again, it's not going to be the NBA guys. But these are the guys, many of which are borderline NBA talents that are going to do a great job representing Canada. Okay, and you referenced how great this is for Edmonton and what a year it's been. I can think of a couple other things off the top of my head that have been huge for basketball uh, in Edmonton uh, this year because I think one's coming up very, very soon, and I think I might have done my show from another one. But remind everybody about what incredible uh, hoops year this has been for YEG. Well, it's in the process of being. Uh, just in the process of being, I think, unrivaled, really, Reed, when you look at what we've, what we've accomplished with hoops in our city. In, in March, we hosted the uh, U-Sports Men's National Championship. Uh, we then, along with, and, and, and in addition to that, we have so many great club championships going on all the time in Edmonton, some of the largest in Canada. Leading up to the 3X3 event, as you mentioned, Reed, you broadcasted from the Ice District Plaza with us when we had the women's series, and by the way, won by Canada, and since then, the Canadian team has gone on to win everything that they've played in, literally, and they're the number one ranked team in the world in women's 3x3, and Michelle Plouffe is the number one ranked player in 3x3 in the world. We hosted the men's challenger. We hosted the women's uh, national team for two and a half weeks as they got ready, ready to head down to Australia, and they're in the World Cup right now and doing very well coming out of their pool play four and one. As they head into the playoff round, they are a real threat for medals, and they train in Edmonton. Now, of course, we have this little game between the Toronto Raptors and the Utah Jazz coming up on Sunday, uh, and then culminating with the men's national team coming to Edmonton as well. I don't think there is any other city uh, outside of Toronto that can rival what Edmonton is hosting. Uh, give, I mean, it's, it's preseason. I mean, we're going through the hockey preseason right now, and I'm like, okay, yeah. well... Beat Winnipeg, great. Lost to Seattle, okay. You know, <laughs> didn't right. score, didn't have a lot. Of, like, how, what do you expect? I, I guess for people who are going to go to or watch that Raptors Jazz game, are, are there any preseason storylines for, or or maybe even for the Jazz for for that matter? Like, are you going with like 
okay, I, I, I win or lose, I want to see how this guy or how this works to, for this team? Well, I'd like to know the name of anybody that's on the Utah Jazz. Now. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's amazing. I'm going <laughs> to send that to they, their PR they, team. <laughs> yeah, they, they've traded everybody away. So I think what they're doing is every game they're going to show up and they, they, they're they having a guess the Jazz lineup uh, contest for every game. But uh, it's too bad we don't see Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert, but we don't. Uh, we haven't had an NBA preseason game since 2008. We have never hosted an NBA game in what is one of the classiest uh, major league sports arenas in anywhere in the world in Rogers. And so to be able to bring the Toronto Raptors into this marvelous facility into our city that hasn't seen an NBA game for 14 years, it is, it is a preseason game. So you're not going to see huge minutes from all of the stars, but what you are going to see are a lot of really good players getting minutes that are trying to fight for their NBA lives uh, to stay on this team and to perform well. So you're going to see a lot of spirited play. Uh, And the last NBA game hosted in Canada was in Calgary in 2016 in Jamal Murray's rookie year. And Denver was playing in that. Jamal played a few minutes, but it was a great game. And I think everybody's going to see the NBA show. Uh, We have at halftime one of our local uh, NBA uh, – or one of our local – clubs playing a, an exhibition game uh, at halftime. That's a thrill of a lifetime for the kids. The NBA is doing a, NBA Canada is doing a great job um, along with some other sponsors of hosting clinics. They're going to be doing a court refurbishment. They're going to come to our community and they're going to leave it better than when they came. So seeing the game is going to be great, but there's so much more that the NBA brings to a community like ours when we get an NBA uh, preseason game. And believe me, we're the envy of a lot of other cities in the in the country who wish they had the same opportunity as yeah us. well i mean i know you and i have been talking about this uh, since roger's place was uh, was opening and then obviously with the, with the pandemic that kind of <laughs> delayed anything that was in the in the works as well so well thanks for filling us in paul i mean this is exciting so again it's november 10th and november 13th for canada playing in the fiba basketball world cup qualifiers uh tickets are going to go sale on thursday through Ticketmaster and raptors coming up uh, this weekend obviously paul all the best with uh, these events and i know you do such great work for basketball in edmonton and alberta and canada it's always a pleasure to have you on the show man it's always great to be here reed you, uh, thanks so much and uh buy those tickets everybody we got to fill it up and cheer canada on to the world cup there we go. That is Paul Sir checking in tonight. He's the executive director of Basketball Alberta. He's the managing director of 3x3 Basketball Development with Canada Basketball. Always love the passion he has for the sport, and uh, uh, that's great. We got these big events coming here. As he said, it's been a huge, uh, huge year for hoops uh, in Edmonton, which is pretty cool. Morley Scott is uh, coming up to tee up the Elks this week, and uh, I will also let you know why Jay Woodcroft is being praised for his good looks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I want to tell you something. I get a lot of strange emails. I, I get a lot of emails overall. Some of them are kind of uh, strange. Some of them that are, are sent to me that are just completely inappropriate. And I don't mean inappropriate in terms of, uh, you know, of offensive or, uh, you, you know, rude or, or anything like that. But, but I host a sports show and, uh, you know, I might get an email. Okay, do you want to talk about this uh to this author who wrote a book about alligators who live in Florida. But somehow you get on some of these mailing lists and you get these emails that you'd never really talk about. Or, or you get emails that maybe might be fun, but why do people in Edmonton care? I remember a few years ago, I kept getting an email from a PR firm in Philadelphia asking me if I wanted to talk about a uh, nude bicycle race that they were having. And, and I kept getting these emails, because like, usually you get one or two, or you ch click on subscribe, and, and it's fine. But this person kept emailing me and personalizing and say, hey, Reed. So I finally said, I'm not sure this would, this would really fit in my market, but, uh, you know, thanks. I know you're working hard to get people to talk about it. And then, <laughs> then she wrote back and said, and at this point, I'm not, she might have just been trolling me, and said, do you want photos of the race? Uh, so I politely declined the uh, nude bicycle race. But it was the people that were nude, not the bicycles, by the way. Bicycles are always nude, just by definition. Um, and, and I get a lot of emails from gambling sites. So, hey, you know, do you want to talk about the, you know, the Oilers being 5-1 to one to do this or 25-1 to one to do this or, you know, the, the odds are this coach is going to get fired, whatever. So a lot of it's like, okay, you know, great, they're doing their thing. But I got one today, and, and I actually had to read it. Now, I'm not going to get anybody on to talk about this, but uh, gambling.com used something called the Golden uh, Ratio Face to rank Jay Woodcroft as the most handsome coach in the NHL, the most handsome head coach in the NHL. And number two, apparently, was Daryl Sutter uh, from Calgary. Uh, Peter Laviolette was ranked the ugliest of all the coaches in the league. I don't know about that, Morley Scott, but uh, Jay Woodcroft. I, I, I've always thought Peter Laviolette was a handsome man myself. Yeah, very well-groomed. Yeah. Uh, but the Jay hair, Woodcroft. Spectacular hair. Spectacular hair. <laughs> Uh, and, and see, I'm not sure how much this site knows about hockey because they have Paul Maurice on the list. I don't recall who he's coaching right now. Well, he let, did he get hired again? I don't think he got hired again, did he? I don't think I he could did. Be, no. I could be totally, uh, I, I get confused sometimes. I don't, I don't think he is. Oh, no, he went to the Panthers. Sorry, he went to the Panthers. Oh, okay, that's right. It's, uh, my it's mistake, Barry yeah. Trotz he went. Is the guy, Barry Trotz is the guy on the outs from last year who's waiting for the first guy to get fired. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I forgot Maurice uh, got hired after he left the Jets. But in, anyway, uh, Jay Woodcroft is the, according to this site, the most handsome mm. head coach in the NHL. The Oilers didn't speak today. I don't know if someone's going to throw this question at him. I have a feeling Jay wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> he would move on. He, he's, he's, he's talkative and, and thoughtful in most of his answers. He might just move on quickly from this I, one. I think, he, I think he may say that I may be the handsomest today, but I'm going to go home and work on my grooming so I can continue to get handsomer and handsomer and be a more handsome coach Yeah, tomorrow. keep the picture small when it comes to your that's, handsomeness. That's what his MO is, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, that, that was fun. So that's an email I actually read. <laughs> I got that email too. So I, you, you, got, you got by the first paragraph. I didn't get by the first paragraph. I just, no. Well, I, I had to see what, uh, what that was all about. That, yeah. was, that was too good to pass up. Uh, anyway, and I'm glad because it, it reminds me that Paul Maurice went to the, because they fired Quenville, uh, brunette coach, the rest of the year. And then, yeah, yeah. They, they hired uh, Maurice. After He's walking into a pretty good position, isn't he? Maurice. Uh, yeah, they were pretty good last year. I mean, ran into uh, ran into Tampa Bay in the playoffs. 
which has happened to a few teams over the last few years. Yeah. 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 All right. uh, Elks are back at it. Uh, What do you have coming up on on the show? Are you going to play the Kenny Lawler interview again? You could play that 20 times. It still wouldn't (laughs) fill up the whole show. I might play it a couple times, yeah, just to (laughs) fill the show. Yeah. That was interesting. He didn't – he just had his game face on, man. I I don't – to me, from what I have seen in practice both on Saturday – and today, uh, they took the two days off in between. But what, from what I've seen, he's playing. I mean, he's he's full out. He's been going full out. He's been running all his routes. He spent a little time on the trainer's table early in practice today, but I think they were just retaping something. And, and But for, from what I've seen and just from, from my eye watching practice, he's playing. I don't think there's any doubt about that to me. So. All right. He just want just wanted to eat, Reed. That's all. He just hungry. he just wanted to eat. Yes. Hey, he just... I'm I'm pretty grumpy when I'm hungry too. So it, you know I feel for him. <laughs> well, you hide it well. Well, thank you. Not, not <laughs> that I not that I eat, just that I'm grumpy. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Because you're usually happy, but I've always I also have noticed you're hungry a lot. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 been an option for most of my life. All right, well that's uh, so. What what else did uh, I didn't get around to playing it? What did Jones say about all the block kicks they're giving up? Uh, he's he's said execution. It says it's been something different on everyone. I mean, four games in a row they've had a kick block. Like that's incredible. A field goal and then three straight punts in in the last three games. So uh, yeah, it's really. I don't think I, I I'm scratching my head to think if that's ever happened before in the Canadian Football League. Uh, I, but but Jones said it's just something's going wrong all the time and it's a different thing. One guy misses a block, then another guy misses a block. And and as Jones said, he said you get a field goal block. I think he said every about every 500 times. Uh, oh, he said and and it's hard to block a field goal, but when you miss a block and the guy goes straight to the kicker, it's uh, it's not that hard, right? So. Yeah, it, it is a concern. I know on the on the post game show uh, in in Regina, he he told us that they're really going to have to look at it and and change the protection up a little bit. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they you know they obviously got to make some changes because it can't keep happening, right? So because because it, it was a field goal against Ottawa and then three straight yep. games with a punt. Yep, and then three straight games with a punt. Oh man, okay. Now, different guys are on the field for those situations, but still, it's. It, it can't happen like that. It can't happen like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Morley Scott has the Elks this week coming up between 7.30 and 8. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of the show, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I will rejoin you at 5.30 for the face-off show. Game against the Flames in Calgary. Oilers preseason action will start at 7. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.